Welcome to You Might Relate, a podcast where we take relationships and mental health to the next level. I am Stacy Heaps, a licensed clinical social worker, and I have been practicing therapy for the last 15 years. There are counseling concepts and stories that I am excited to share. When we know better, we do better. Together, let's get to a place of radical acceptance of where we are while improving relationships and tackling life's transitions, one therapy concept and one story at a time. So let's get started to see if you relate. Hello, my friends. Thanks for tuning in. Now, I live in Southern Utah, where it is usually warm and sometimes hot, and it has not been warm this week. How is everyone keeping warm or making good use of the cold? I love that snow and cold can cause so much misery, but then someone invented skiing and sledding and snowballs and snowball fights and warm drinks and hot tubs and fires so that we can enjoy the cold too. Anyway, I hope you're taking advantage if you live somewhere cold. And for those of you that live in Hawaii, we're going to come visit you. So today I'm going to start off telling you a story, well, a little vignette. Once upon a time, there was a wife who was making small chat with her husband, and they were conversing back and forth. And then the wife brought up a complaint as a side note. And then all of a sudden, the conversation stopped dead. The husband did not have a response to the complaint. And the wife felt hurt that he was talking, and then all of a sudden, he's not talking and not participating, not responding to her complaint. And so she accuses him of not caring. You don't care about me. You don't care about what I have to say. You don't care about my feelings, and on and on. Okay, here's vignette number two. Husband has recently had a talk with his wife about having more sex in their relationship. The wife told him that she would appreciate if he would take some ownership with all the nightly duties so that she wasn't so tired at the end of the night. So he puts forth great effort into taking out the garbage, cleaning up after dinner, bathing the kids, reading to them, locking all the doors, only to find to his dismay that his wife is still too tired for sex this night. And he tries to hold in his anger. But he can't sleep and gets up and tells her that she must not care about him or his needs or love him because look at all he did. And she didn't say thank you or acknowledge it. And especially she didn't have sex with him. So she must not care about him. Hey, vignette number three, 38-year-old mother of three kids asks her mom to watch her children one Saturday. And her mom, the grandma, loves these kids and enjoys helping out. Daughter asks way in advance so that her mom could plan ahead. But six days before the big day of watching, grandma got invited to a reunion with many of her long distance relatives whom she hadn't seen in a long time. This was an impromptu reunion as several had been in town for a funeral. And so grandma calls her daughter and tells her that she is so sorry that she had previously said she would watch the kids, but she really wanted to see the relatives and she might not see him again. 
And so the mother of the kids tells her mom, the grandma, well, you don't care about me and you don't care about the kids and you're just being selfish. All three of these scenarios, since you are not the one in the stories, you can probably see both sides. And you can see how frustrating it is to not get a response from a husband or to not have sex when you were all but promised it. And you had made plans far in advance to only have a mom cancel on you. It's easy to take that perspective. But we don't do the easy thing here on You Might Relate. Taking the perspective that the other person doesn't care or they are a big jerk is not a helpful perspective. Also, I would suspect that if you find yourself in scenarios where you are often saying, they just don't care about me. They are being selfish. Listen to the rest of this podcast because what I have to share with you today is going to help you feel so empowered. If you are married to someone who doesn't care or you feel your parent or adult child doesn't care about you, that is a very frustrating, very victimish place to be. Many people find themselves there and feel so justified and righteous by saying, they just don't care about me. And then that person can pout, give the silent treatment, not trust. They feel vulnerable. They feel entitled to do something else selfish or act out in harmful behaviors. There are harmful behaviors to the relationship and there can be harmful behaviors to ourselves. So I am here to spread some good news. When we accuse someone of not caring, we can almost 100% turn that around to us not caring. Boom. What are you talking about, Stacy? I'm going to show you with vignettes. So pretend you're back in your college days and your college professor passes out these vignettes for you and your group to read and to solve problems for. Okay. Vignette number one, when the wife is saying to herself and to her husband, you don't care about me or he doesn't care about me because he is not saying anything. We're going to use Byron Katie's The Work, The Four Questions. Is that true? Is he not saying anything because he doesn't care about her? Can we absolutely know that it's true? Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes when someone says something to me that's jarring, I just freeze. I don't know what to say. It's not because I don't care. I just don't know what to say next. So I would think we don't know if, and we can't absolutely know that it's true. So I would say no to both of those. And then how do you react or what happens when you believe that thought? When I think someone doesn't care about me or when this particular person thinks her husband doesn't care about her. She leaves the room, she gets mad, she yells, she might slam doors, she might throw something at him. Because we don't behave well when we think someone doesn't care who we thought cared, right? And then who would you be without that thought? If I didn't think he didn't care about me, who would I be? Well, I would probably think that he did care about me. Okay, so then I wouldn't do all those things, slam doors, throw something at him, yell at him, hit him, sabotage in some way, give him the silent treatment. I wouldn't do those things. Okay, so then you would be a different person if you didn't have that thought. And then the final thing that I want us to do here is flip it. 
and you're not going to want to flip it. Sometimes in in these scenarios, you want to feel hurt and you want to feel like the victim. But just go with me here. Just flip it. This wife can ask herself how she is not caring for him right now. I know. Hear me out here. She just told him a criticism. So he might be in fight or flight or freeze, or maybe he is thinking of a response. Maybe he is hurt and she is not thinking of him and his feelings at all. She is accusing him of not caring, which then just exasperates the situation, right? When we say that someone doesn't care about us, we have to flip it because it might be that we are not caring about the person or we are not caring about ourselves. This woman is also not caring for herself because if we don't get the response that we want, we do need to take care of ourselves. And we have a few options here. We could say something like, hey, I just gave you some criticism and you're quiet now and I care about you and I want to know if you need some time to respond. See how that's taking care of him and you. Because you're not taking care of you if you have the thought he doesn't care. But you are taking care of you if you get curious and say the facts. You are not answering. I need to take care of myself. So I'm going to go run a bath or go for a walk or make some cookies. Those are my three go-tos. And then we can come back to this conversation after we've had about 30 minutes to think about what I just said. You're also not taking care of yourself when you are not acting like yourself, right? And how many of us, when we're not acting like ourselves, when we go into our worst self, then we feel even worse after that. We feel terrible. So when we say untruths, like you don't care about me, we have to remember that you are lovable. And if someone isn't loving or isn't caring for you, it's not because you don't deserve it or that you're not lovable. It's about that person's capability. And I know I've said this a lot of times. I'm just going to keep repeating it. And also, they, the person who you are accusing of not caring for you, they are also lovable. And if you are not loving them, then it's about your capability, not their lovability. Okay, let's go to vignette number two. This is the one where the husband accuses the wife, and it could be the other way around. But in this vignette, it's where the husband accuses the wife of not caring for him because she is tired and does not want to have sex. So we're going to ask the same four questions. Is that true? Does your wife not care about you? And can you absolutely know that it's true? And I hear some of you saying, well, she doesn't care about me right now. Okay, let's follow the four questions. And then how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? Now, I know men and women who, when they don't get the lovemaking that they want, they throw absolute fits. It is like the ultimate rejection. They are tossing and turning and or they get up and they yell at their partner. They're slamming doors and they're, and they're just so hurt that they make a ruckus out of it. Or they might go into another room and just be silently crying for a long time. I mean, I, there's so many different reactions. 
Some people get up and go to a hotel because they can't even be in the same house with the person. So is that true? Well, no. Can you absolutely know it's true? No. And how do you react? Well, I react this, I want to say crazy way, but it's like this human way. And who would you be without that thought that they didn't care about you? You wouldn't act that way. So now it's, let's flip it. The husband is not caring for his wife. He is not being curious about her tiredness. He's not asking her, is this emotional tiredness, physical tiredness? Is it expectation tiredness? Are you tired of my expectations? Is it just needing time alone or time untouched? Is it that there's not emotional connectedness? Has there not been enough time lapse between the last sexual encounter? And if he's not trying to understand those things, then he is not caring for her, right? We got to get curious. And he is not taking care of himself because he is not acting in a loving, understanding way. So then he feels worse about himself afterward. When we expect sex or anything and then don't get it from our partner, it is disappointing and sometimes devastating. That's life. We have to learn to take care of our disappointments and our devastations without making our spouse enemy number one. We want to acknowledge the disappointment, accept the disappointment, and decide what to do with that disappointment. Why do I? I am so disappointed. That's fair. You can totally be disappointed. You can totally be even devastated. But it's what you do with it that's going to take you to the next level. When you blame your spouse, it's putting yourself down and putting your spouse down. Think about it. If your spouse really doesn't care for you, like really, really does not care, they are, they have no caring in their heart for you, then why do you want to be with that person? Really ask yourself that. Why would you want to be with someone who really doesn't care for you? So then I argue that you really don't believe that they don't care for you, but you didn't get your way. And what do we teach our kids when they don't get their way? Do we tell them to scream and shout and have a big pout? No, we need to teach our kids that it's okay to be disappointed. Yes, we didn't get that toy or we didn't get to eat that thing or we didn't get to use the red cup. And you know what? This is what happens when we get to be adults too. Sometimes we're disappointed and we're devastated about something. We have to manage that. And we're not caring for ourselves, and we're not caring for our spouse when we act poorly. And we're really not caring for ourselves when we say to ourselves, they don't care about me. Now, if this is something that you find yourself saying a lot, it's a thought that you have, that came from somewhere. And that's a good place to go explore that in a therapy session, in a therapy space where it's safe and you can just talk about, yeah, when I was younger, I did not have a nurturing, nurturing, caring parents. When we come from a non-nurturing childhood, then a lot of times we are constantly seeking someone to nurture us, like what we think our mom or dad should have done. And so we keep saying, oh, you're not nurturing, you're not caring for me, you're not loving me in this way. And we're always disappointed because the thing is, is we've never learned how to love ourselves. 
And that's why it's so important, moms and dads, to just nurture and love and sucker your kids and be good, attentive parents who love their kids. And I'm not saying that you don't love your kids if you're not nurturing, but we do want to show them nurturing and caring so that they aren't constantly seeking. And we show them this is what a healthy, nurturing, loving, caring relationship is like. But if we didn't get that, then sometimes we constantly are seeking it elsewhere, elsewhere, elsewhere. And we never learned how to do it ourselves. The other part is, is if we did receive that, but didn't learn how to do it ourselves, then we can be in the same way. The important part is, is that our parents did or didn't teach us how to nurture and parent and mother and father ourselves. But now that we're adults, we get to be our own parent. We get to parent ourselves. We get to nurture ourselves. We get to tell ourselves, oh, you're so fabulous. Oh, you look so good. Or you're such an idiot. You don't know how to do anything right. I just caution you, what is that parent tape in your head saying to you most of the time? Is it saying, good job. Oh, you did your best. Good effort. You'll get it next time. You're okay. You're you're doing great. Is that what you're hearing in your head most of the time? Or are you hearing negativity? And then wanting, and then this is the thing though. If you're hearing negativity, are you requiring or expecting other people to give you positivity? Are you waiting for those other people to tell you how wonderful you are? Listen, you can't wait for that. You have to be the one to tell yourself that. Okay, this next vignette, number three, this overwhelmed mother of three kids whose mom and slash grandma of the kids did not follow through on her commitment. That's pretty devastating. And then the daughter says, you don't care about me and the kids. Again, we're going to ask ourselves the four questions. Is that true? Does mom really not care about me and the kids? Can we absolutely know that it's true? No, we don't know. We don't know all that mom's hopes and dreams and who these other people are. And and here's the thing in this situation too. There's patterns and events. If your mother has a pattern, a real consistent pattern of saying that she's going to do something and not doing it, then instead of continuing to be disappointed in your mother, just don't ask her to do it. But if most of the time she follows through on what she's said that she was going to do, And there's, you know, one or two instances where something comes up that's really important to her, then who's the one that's not caring? And then going back to Byron's four questions, how do you react when this happens? When you believe that thought, how do you respond? And who would you be without that thought? Think how horrible it feels to think your own mother doesn't care about you or doesn't care about your kids. That's a terrible feeling. That's a thought that would create a terrible feeling right? And if it's true, then do you want a relationship? Maybe you need some distance if she really doesn't care about you. But if it's one time or a couple of times, it's an event, it's not a pattern, then I ask you, is the mother of three, the daughter of the grandma, is she the one that's not caring for her mom? Is she caring for herself? To care for her mom, the grandma, Yes, it is disappointing that something else came up. But to care for your mom, you're, to see your mom's point of view, to care for your mom would be to want to know more. Always to care also means curiosity, I think. If you're caring, you're curious. 
to care for the mom, for the grandma. Would you want to know more about the plans? Maybe a helper pick out an outfit? Can I help you with meal planning? Oh, I'm so excited you get to see these people. Now tell me who these people are again. When was the last time you saw them? That would be caring for the mom. But in this vignette, this daughter did not do that. She just got upset and said, you don't care about me. And then to care for herself again would be to ask herself, is this an event or a pattern? Maybe if it's a pattern, I need to not ask her. That would be caring for myself. If someone keeps having a pattern and we keep asking them and then we're just going to be disappointed over and over and over again, relieve yourself of that disappointment and stop asking that person to do the thing that you're asking. Even if you think, well, they're an adult, they should be able to do that. They should be able to follow through. Well, guess what? History has shown us that they're not going to follow through. They're not going to show up. So quit asking them to do it. Just stop. You are fighting reality. Whenever we fight reality, we are disappointing ourselves. When we accept reality, life is so much easier and better. It goes for all the scenarios. Just accept reality. Don't fight against it. And you'll be happier. Okay. The other, I know that you've seen this done, but this is probably when you were in grade school, but if you make your hand like a gun pointing across the room, your index finger long and pointy, pointing right in front of you like you're going to shoot someone and your thumb is straight up in the air, then there's three fingers pointing back to you. And that is kind of what happens when we accuse others of not caring for us. We are pointing one big finger out there at the person and three fingers are pointing at us. And I know that you've seen that before, but this just goes to my point that whenever you are about to accuse somebody that they don't care or they don't love you, I really want you to ask yourself, flip it. Am I caring about them? Am I concerned? Am I loving right now toward them? And also remember how powerful your thoughts are. Thoughts are actual energy. I'll have to talk about this another time on another podcast. So when you say someone doesn't care about you, That is energy. You just created an energy and you might be manifesting, but instead say, this is, this is a really good thing to say. I know you care about me. And at the same time, I am feeling hurt or I'm feeling disappointed. Think about how differently that conversation will go. Imagine the fights and hurt feelings that would never happen. So let's go to the first vignette. She's talking with her husband. He ignores her. She thinks he doesn't care. Now, if she can sense the pause, and now we're going to get curious. Hey, I'm wondering what this pause is about. Or I'm going to take care of myself and run the bath so you can think about what I said. I care about you. As soon as she thinks he doesn't care about me, if she would just say to him, I care about you. And how can I take care of you right now and me? So that we can finish this conversation that's really important to me, but also you don't feel bulldozed by or you have time for a response that you would feel proud of. Let's care about each other in this situation. Husband doesn't get sex or wife. I'm telling you, it's not always the husband. Husband or wife doesn't get the sex and it's super devastating and disappointing. And they want to say, you don't care about me. You don't even love me. You're not attracted to me. And instead, if they would say, I know you love me, I know you're attracted to me, but right now I'm not feeling that way. So I'm going to go take care of my feeling, take care of myself, maybe the same thing. I'm going to go run the bath or go for a walk, call a friend, 
take care of yourself however you need to. And you're opening the communication. You're being curious. Can I, maybe we can talk about this another time and I'm not so hurt about what is the hesitation or what, you know, what is the reason for you being tired or, and you know what? Sometimes people are just tired. It just really might mean that they're tired. We don't have to dive deeper into that. And then the third one, if the mom said, mom, this is so disappointing. I planned this six weeks ahead and now you're canceling on me, but I totally get it that you really want to see these people that you haven't seen in a long time. And I care about you. I'm also just disappointed. So let me gather my thoughts and figure out another sitter. And then maybe I can help you figure out your, what you're going to wear, how to do your hair or whatever. And you don't even have to help, but I'm just saying, how are you going to show up caring for that person when your thought originally was that they don't care about you? So just flip it. It's like life-changing when you do this. Your relationships are going to be amazing. And you will feel so empowered because now you're not a victim. You are creating the person that you want to be. You're creating yourself at a higher level. You're being an emotional adult. You're taking care of yourself. You're not requiring anyone else to manage your feelings, but you're also expressing your feelings. You're not hiding them or not expressing them. You're, you're showing them, you're letting them out, but it's, it's not in a way that's childlike or demeaning to the relationship or to yourself. And this is all because you were conscious about it and you got it. Do you get it? Are you picking up what I'm throwing at you? Anyway, that is what I have for you today. Go out and make it a great day and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining me today on You Might Relate. I hope this topic brought understanding and insight. And if you can relate to something in today's episode, subscribe and leave a review. I would love, love, love to hear your thoughts. Also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at You Might Relate Podcast. And be sure to share this episode with your friends. The more understanding we create, the better we are as humans. You are in charge of your day, so go make it a good one. Catch you next time.